I was visiting the city of Edinburgh in Scotland in the UK. I had never been before, but the city is very walkable with great public transport, so I felt pretty confident navigating it. It was a Saturday afternoon with me and my four friends, and we were planning on walking down the Royal Mile later in the day. There's a street, and I think it's called Guthrie Street, and it has a lot of steps that take you to another area. I guess there's over 50 steps, but the area isn't all secluded. Two of my friends decided to race each other up the steps, but my friend who I'll call D has asthma, so I said I'd stay and just walk up the steps normally with her. We were about to cross the road to begin going up the steps, when I turned and noticed a man in long robes approaching us. He looked to be Southeast Asian, and he looked like he was wearing religious attire, and he kind of reminded me of a Buddhist because of his robes and the fact that his hands were in a prayer position. He approached my friend and I, and my other two friends didn't see this since they were busy running up the steps. I can't remember what he said, but he basically grabbed my friend's hand and placed a dark beaded bracelet on her wrist. She thanked him, and he was then smiling at us and nodding. I wasn't sure if he spoke English, so I smiled back. He grabbed my wrist too and placed the same bracelet on me, then saying that the bracelet would give us good luck. My friend and I thanked him, but then he handed us a brochure-looking thing with a temple on it. I can't remember what it said, but it was basically saying something about rebuilding a temple in Thailand. Then he handed us both a gold coin. I can't remember if it had a design on it, because he also handed us a small notebook as well. This had diverted my attention away from the coin, and he told us to give our name, home address, and phone number. Now alarm bells were ringing in my head. I was not about to give some random man my home address. I don't care if I'm from the city or not. I knew my friend wouldn't be dumb enough to give her actual details. And I was right. Because when I was writing fake details, I noticed she'd given fake information too. We exchanged a quick glance at one another. And I looked up and saw that our two friends were now walking slowly back down the steps. They saw us talking to the man. I grabbed my friend's arm and I tried to walk away from the man when he then started demanding money. My friend spluttered out a, um, what? When he asked us for it. And I didn't even say anything because I felt very uncomfortable. And honestly, my heart was beginning to pound because I despised confrontation. He again asked us for money, demanding 10 pounds. Now, I know that isn't a lot of money, but at the same time, we didn't want to interact with this random man for any longer, and we certainly didn't want to give him our money. He was very clearly a scam artist, and we were too nice, and he caught us in a corner. I tried to stay calm because we were in a crowded city, and our friends could see us, so I figured everything would be fine. My friend told the man we didn't have any money, which was a lie. But again, we just didn't want to give him any money. The man actually scoffed at us, and if looks could kill, we'd be more than six feet under right now. He demanded the money yet again, this time more aggressively. I turned to my friends, desperately pulling a get down here and help us kind of face. But I guess he freaked out because she suddenly shoved a five pound note at him and grabbed my arm. We started running down the street and ascending the stairs. 
My friends had asked what was going on, and I explained everything. We looked down the stairs, but there was no sign of the man anymore. Later in the day, we were on the tram. For anyone unfamiliar, it's basically just a bus and a train rolled into one. I decided to Google scam artist in Edinburgh, and I actually found a Reddit post talking about a Buddhist monk scammer. What I read sounded very familiar. We'd encountered one of them. I'll include a link for Southern Cannibal to share if he chooses. The only consolation is that someone on that Reddit thread said that they witnessed a victim of the scammers just slap the guy and then walk away with the beads. My friend said we should have done that, and it really lightened the whole situation. I know this story isn't exactly terrifying, but I thought I'd share it anyway as a reminder to be alert when you're on a vacation. Apparently these scammers can get very aggressive at times, and the guy we encountered was definitely pissed when we refused to give him cash. I know we ended up giving him some, but at least he didn't pocket the full amount. Always be aware of your surroundings, and never be too nice to strangers. We should have just walked away when he asked for our home address and name, but we were typical people-pleasing tourists and we were way too trusting. I'm just really glad nothing bad happened to us, and that our friends were there to witness it all unfold, just in case it did get ugly. My name is Samantha. I live in a small town in Canada, and in my town, everyone knows everyone. The story occurred when I was 11. I wanted to go hang out with a friend who lived around the block from me, so I got my shoes and headed out the door. I would say it was around 10 a.m. when this all occurred. Now, before I continue this story, I'll make it known that I was a friendly kid so I would wave at a stranger because I had never had a stranger danger vibe until that day. So it's summertime, and as I'm walking down the street, I see this guy riding a bike, and he looked to be in his mid-40s. He was skinny and very tan, and he had a black and gray beard and hair. One thing I was a bit scared of were his eyes. They were just open so widely, as if he couldn't blink. So as I wave at him, he locks eyes with me, and I kind of just brushed it off. So I just continue to walk to my friend's house, and as I'm about to turn the corner, I then hear, Hey! I turn around thinking it's my dad calling for me, but it's that guy. He rides up to me, and he never gave me his name, but he's asking me all these personal questions. Like, what's my name, do I live close, and what I'm doing here alone? Just very sketchy questions to be asking an 11-year-old child who's minding her own business. I actually gave him my name stupidly, but I never told him where I lived because my parents always told me to keep things like your address and full name enclosed if you feel uncomfortable. After I gave him minimalistic answers, he then looks like he's getting ready to leave, but then says... I'm going to be taking off now. Do you think I could get a quick hug? Mind you, I'm 11 years old and he's probably like 43 or something. I kind of just look around but then say sure. Because I mean, it is just a hug. Until he then asked me. Okay, but what about a kiss now? I literally just froze up and had no response. But he must have taken my shocked face and turned it into a yes. 
He then leans in from his bike and kisses me right on the lips. I was frozen. No words, no movement. But all I wanted to do was run away and run home where I felt safe. But I knew he was on a bike and he was going to be a lot faster than me. Plus, if I were to run away back home, he would then find out where I live. He starts to ride away until he then asks me two more questions. Hey, so if I ever see you around, maybe I could take you to the park sometime. Yeah, maybe. But before he leaves me alone, he asks, Okay, I'm going to be honest. Would you possibly want to be girlfriend or boyfriend? Keep in mind, I'm an 11-year-old girl at this point, whose only ever crush was Justin Bieber. So I reply back with, No, sorry, I already have a boyfriend. He then gives me the most disgusted look ever, then rides off on his bike down the street where my friend lives. I then took two steps to go see my friend, but then something told me that something bad just happened and that I needed to tell my parents. I then turned around and ran as fast as I could all the way back home. I remember that my parents were in the backyard, but the gate was locked, so I was banging on the gate until I heard my mom then ask me, Calm down, what happened? Why are you so out of breath? I calmed down my breathing after a bit and then told her everything. My mother ends up calling the non-emergency number for the police and within 10 minutes they're at my house. I tried to give them the best details I could and they said they would look into it. Later that night I could barely sleep, just looking at my window hoping I wouldn't see him. I think about three days to a week later the police came back to my house notifying me and my parents about this man. Now, I forgot his name, but he was in fact in his mid-40s, but one thing they couldn't do was charge him because he was apparently mentally challenged. They told us that he has age regression. Age regression is a term for when an individual mentally and emotionally returns to a younger age. This can be a choice to help relieve stress, a symptom of a mental illness, or a therapeutic aid but they did say they would do monthly checkups on him. I'm now 17, and it's my last year in high school, and still to this day I see him walking around town and past my house. I know that he doesn't recognize me anymore due to me growing up, but he still looks like the same man who walked up to me and made me realize what stranger danger is. Still seeing him walk around town makes me think, has this happened to others and they just couldn't tell their parents and I was the one who caught him? All I have to say is always teach your children stranger danger so that if this situation ever does occur, they'll know exactly what to do. Stay safe everyone and stay hungry. This is a really creepy incident that happened to me about 10 or so years ago. I was going to a specialist to find out if I had a specific condition or not, and this was the day that I was returning up to my follow-up appointment to find out the results of my tests. Well, the day started out normal enough, except I went to the wrong office at the time, and luckily enough, I had plenty of time to get to the right office. Since I had plenty of time and I was starving and I needed to go to the bathroom, I had stopped off at a local subway that wasn't too far away from where I was going. After I got off the highway at my exit, I found the first subway that was actually about halfway to my final destination. 
Well, little did I know that this area was actually a bad part of town. I would never think an area that's considered a college area would actually be bad. Well, I learned my lesson that day. I stopped off at the subway, went in to use the bathroom, and then ordered my sandwich. I would never consider this nice looking area a super clean subway and a lot of the businesses around that would be a dangerous area. Well, it was. I paid for my order, and I took it to go. As I was walking back to my car to get to my destination and park and eat my sandwich before my appointment, a guy came out of nowhere and started to talk to me. I didn't see where he came from. He looked normal enough and seemed normal enough until he then spoke. Hey, you have nice skin. I'm sorry, bud, to hear that come from some random man when all of a sudden there seems like there's no traffic or people around is very creepy. I just looked at him as I continued to walk to my car, then replied back with, Um, thanks. Then out of nowhere, he starts to get angry at me and starts yelling at me. Hey, bitch! I was just trying to compliment you! It's not like I'm a creep or a killer or something! By that time, I was now in my car with the door locked. He then reached me and started to actually bang on my driver's side window. I held up my phone with 911 and screamed through the glass. I'm calling the cops! The next thing I knew, he disappeared so fast that I didn't even see him go nor where he went. As creepy as this incident was, the creepiest thing is when I got home later that afternoon and told my father what happened. He told me that the college area there is actually a very bad area and that back in my aunt's time when she was at that college, Apparently, that area was one of Ted Bundy's hunting grounds. So any time that I ever had to go back to that college area, I never stopped along the way. I just went straight to my destination and straight home. Several years ago, I had broke up with my good-for-nothing lazy ex. He was kicked out of the army, and not from my own town originally and I was way too nice back then. So I picked him up from his creepy friend's house to give him a ride to the bus station so that he could go home. When I dropped him off at the bus station, I noticed a guy who looked maybe a little older than me. He looked rough, but not quite homeless, but not altogether. He was cute though. Now I'm bipolar, and I used to make a lot of impulsive bad decisions. I didn't want to get with the guy or anything, but at the time, I couldn't say no to people. He asked for a ride to an ATM so he could get some cash for the bus. I then let him in the car, feeling anxious. I had the wits to at least put my purse between me and my door before he got in, which had a large pocket knife in it, but I knew that probably wouldn't be enough if this guy did try anything. I don't know why I was agreeing to this. So, I followed directions on my phone to the ATM that he told me he needed. He did something on the machine, but then he told me it didn't work. It rejected the card or something. So, he asked if we could try another ATM. I stupidly agreed and drove to another location. The same thing happened. It didn't work. And then we went to a third location, which, surprise, surprise, didn't work. Then he asked me to just take him back to the bus station. I felt so stupid knowing that I put myself in this extremely sketchy situation. 
Every ATM we went to, I felt more and more anxiety, wondering if this guy was stalling, lying, or had different intentions. He could have robbed or attacked me at any moment. I truly feel like he was considering doing something, but had changed his mind or something. Now, I don't see how a different ATM machine would make a difference if his car didn't work. I know it's anticlimactic since nothing bad actually happened, but this felt like it took forever, and the suspense and pure panic that I felt really stuck with me. This is the only stranger I've ever given a ride to, and certainly the last. Don't be stupid just because you find someone attractive. It's really not worth it. I listen to scary stories all the time, and I've never really had a bad experience myself until a few days ago in my neighborhood. Let me start off by saying that my neighborhood is on the rough side of town, so when you're outside, you really have to pay attention to all of your surroundings. But we also have some friendly residents in the neighborhood who look after people's children, so there is comfort in that. But anyways, let's get into the story. Apologies, but it's a rather long one. I was walking my dog at night around the 9 o'clock hour with my cousin. Typically, I have to walk her about 3 or 4 times a day because she's a puppy and not quite potty trained yet. She's getting better, but still every once in a while she'll pee in the house. I normally walk with her on the back streets in my neighborhood, which are really dark streets, but I feel comfortable walking her in these areas because I can walk them in the morning and I've never really encountered anyone weird. So to me, it was just another night of walking my dog. I think it's important to add that when I'm walking my dog at night, I always pay attention to every car that passes me, as well as every person riding a bicycle and every stranger walking in the street. I pay attention to everything. So when I noticed this particular beat up blue car pass me multiple times, my antennas went up. Not to mention that the car had that old squeaky sound to it whenever it came to a halt at a corner, so it was impossible for me to miss. When it passed by us once during the walk, I didn't think much of it, but as I was nearing the block to my street, we had seen the car yet again. Isn't that the same car we'd seen on the last street? I asked my cousin as I watched the car pull closer to the corner that we were nearing. Yeah, I was just about to say that, my cousin said. We stopped at the corner to let the car pass, but instead it stopped at the corner as well, which was off-putting to me because it didn't have a stop sign. What is this car doing? My cousin asked as we still waited there for it to pass. I don't know, I said. I tried to get a look in the car, but I noticed that I couldn't see inside of it at all. In fact, the inside of his car was dark, and all I'd seen was a black figure sitting in the driver's seat. What disturbed me even more was that the more that I looked into the car, the harder it seemed as though the person looked back at me. Suddenly, I started to get a really weird feeling in my stomach. Come on, let's just go around the car. I said to my cousin as I directed my dog around his vehicle. I couldn't help but notice that as we walked around his car, his head had followed us with every step that we took. Once we got around the car, they finally made a left turn but not before looking back in our direction. By this point, my cousin was clearly freaked out. Come on, let's walk this way, she suggested. 
but the way she wanted us to walk will take us three blocks away from my house when we were only one block away. Now, I understood that she was afraid, but ultimately I knew that in my mind that if anything else sketchy happened, that I would take off running towards my house, and unfortunately, that's exactly what we had to do. My cousin tried to ease her nerves by changing the subject, but my mind was still on the car as I could still see it down the street. It went down one block and stopped at the stop sign. It then went down the second block and did the same. I told myself in my head that as soon as it went down the third block and made a turn that I would tell my cousin to then book it to the house. So when I see that car was making a left turn, I was beginning to tell my cousin to make a run for it until I'd then seen the reverse lights come on in the car. Oh my God, they're backing up. My cousin yelled. Okay, let's go, I said as we took off down the street. Of course, my dog outran the both of us. The way that that person put their car in reverse and came speeding down the street really scared the hell out of me. When we finally got to my house, we ran inside and caught our breaths. I told my cousin to hold my dog so I could look outside towards the street just to see if the car had passed by. I was standing there for about five minutes. And fortunately, I had never seen the car pass down our street. What the hell just happened? My cousin asked. I have no idea, but that was scary as hell. I replied. That night, I could barely sleep. I actually woke up in the middle of the night with that black figure still in my head, as well as the sound of the car's squeaky brakes ringing in my ears. For the life of me, I couldn't understand why I couldn't just get this memory out of my head. But then it dawned on me. The car started to look familiar to me. I realized that I had first seen this car when I was taking a morning walk with my two cousins and my sister in my neighborhood. The car had passed by us twice, and then the second time it passed, it drove by us really slow. Of course, all of us noticed the car, but it was impossible to see inside of it. So we continued our walk back home and thought nothing of it. The second time I'd seen this car is when I was walking home from work. It had passed by me, and as soon as I saw it, I knew it was the same car from that day. As I was nearing the corner to my street, I noticed the car was parked on the side of the road in front of an empty field. I immediately stopped when I saw it. I eased closer to the street behind this tree to see if anyone was in the car, and in fact there was. It looked as though he was just sitting there. I felt completely uncomfortable continuing my walk home. I thought to take another road, but that would take me further away from my house. So instead, I turned around and walked back towards my bus stop. I was scared, of course, but I remembered I passed a girl on her porch. And if anything, I would explain to her the situation and see if she would feel comfortable walking with me the rest of the way. But I suddenly remembered my pocket knife in my purse. I took it out and walked back to the tree to see if the car had left. It hadn't. At this point, I was extremely afraid, but surprisingly getting angry. Suddenly, I saw the car ease back into the street and drive off slowly. I was relieved. As soon as it drove down the road, I booked it to my house. I couldn't believe what had just happened. So, I guess you guys can understand why my cousin and I were scared shitless that night. I couldn't understand why that car didn't just continue driving when they clearly didn't have a stop sign. It really is a shame how much women fear for their safety. 
It's really disgusting that we have to look over our shoulders no matter the hour of the day. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always, stay on.